0: This is On Air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show. Featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates, and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront. With JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com.
1: If you are interested in advertising or sponsorships, please send all business inquiries to onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and can be seen on YouTube. Onairwithjt.com.
0: JT, did it again.
2: JT here. Pure Hemp Rolling Papers was launched in 1996 from the desire to have a tree-free alternative rolling paper. They are made from pesticide-free, chemical-free, pure hemp manufacturers have been around for quite some time. The Miguel family has been perfecting paper making since 1725. That's almost 300 years of paper making experience. Pure hemp rolling papers is an eco-conscious alternative to all the wood pulp rice rolling papers. market. They are focused on offering a tree-free rolling paper complemented with an all-natural vegan gum line that is sustainably sourced from West African trees. Pure Hemp created rolling papers to be as pure as possible. 25 plus years later and Pure Hemp family has grown substantially. They've expanded into pre-roll cones, spiral wraps, and individualized pre-roll cones. Reach out to Pure Hemp and discover their superior Pure Hemp pre-roll cones. At Pure Hemp, they are always listening, learning, adapting, and constantly innovating. When I smoke paper, I smoke the pure hemp way. Go check them out on Instagram at purehemppaper and give them a follow. Tell them JT sent you.
1: JT did it again. If you are interested in advertising or sponsorships, please send all business inquiries to onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and can be seen on YouTube. onairwithjt.com
0: JT it again.
2: Yes. Welcome to a brand new episode of On Air with JT. And like always, my name is Justin Thomas. You can call me JT. Thank you so much for tuning in, watching, listening, wherever you might be in the world. I truly, truly appreciate it. And yeah, we're back at it, baby. And I am so grateful for every single person that has been supporting me again whether it's from day one in 2010 along this journey or if you just stumbled upon my journey in my platform and shows and etc thank you so much welcome to all the new listeners and viewers and all of my returning supporters and fans thank you very much i really do appreciate it and of course this episode is sponsored brought to you by Pure Hemp Rolling Papers. When I smoke paper, I always smoke it the Pure Hemp way. I always talk about doing it the JT way, but if you do it the JT way, you got to do it the Pure Hemp way. And I love the Pure Hemp papers. And I know I've been talking about it a lot recently in previous episodes, and some people might not be too familiar with it, or you might be. But what we're doing is very soon there's going to be an announcement for a special exclusive giveaway where one lucky person is going to win a lot of rolling papers and cones, a special t-shirt from Pure Hemp, a rolling tray, and then on top of it, a special surprise from myself. And all the requirements and things you need to do to enter the contest to be qualified, I will be addressing that this week. And on top of that, next week I'll be doing an interview, a special exclusive interview with Pure Hemp. So you can get to know who they are, the vision, the products, what they stand for. Because when I do partner up and when I do work with other companies and brands, I don't want to just hit you guys out of the blue with something that you might not be familiar with. Or even if you are familiar with it, and what degree that might be, I still always like to make sure that there's enough information and that people know exactly what it is that I'm talking about what it is that I'm promoting what it is that I'm advertising because again I do not sell out I know I say this all the time I even say it while I'm on business calls and it's the honest truth I know that there's a lot of people that say this or would say this but would do the opposite and you know to some degree I don't blame them but I would not promote or sell something or advertise something to my community, on my podcast, on my social media, even if someone gave me a million dollars for a day. If it's a bullshit product, if it's something I don't believe in, if it's something that doesn't align with my vision and everything that I do, and most importantly, it doesn't have a, a benefit to the consumers and my listeners and community, then I will not do it doesn't matter how much money so just know when i do promote and when i do collaborations and partnerships it's legit it's authentic it's not just a cash grab or whatever because there's so many influencers and even though i'm not an influencer there's so many content creators and influencers and podcasters and artists that do that. And, you know, I'm not here to talk shit about people. It is what it is, but that's just not how I roll. I have a certain set of morals and values and I won't break that for anyone, anything any money. That's just who I am. Because again, like I talked about, it is so important and crucial to value the people that value you. Because if you don't, there's going to be one winner and there's going to be one loser. And What do you want to be? I don't think you want to be the loser. So value the people that value you. Do not take that for granted. So many people do that, especially in these industries, whether it's podcasting, music, acting, influencers, content creators, doesn't matter. Or just in general, personal life, people take other things and people and value for granted. And you just can't do that. You can't live like that. That's not healthy. That's not good for you. gotta stop doing that You gotta cut that shit out because it's not going to get you anywhere in life and if it does it's only going to get you a certain certain point and then you're going to be stagnant and stuck you're going to be like falling into quicksand and there's nobody that's going to be able to help you including yourself because the damage is done it's irreplaceable it's not able to be fixed So be mindful about that. Have that self-awareness. So yeah, shout out to PRM for sponsoring today's show. Really do appreciate it. And like always, for all business inquiries regarding to whether it's an interview, to be on the show, a question, sponsorships, partnerships, collaborations, etc., general inquiries, you can always send me an email directly to onearwithjt at gmail.com. That's onearwithjt at gmail.com. And all the links to listen or watch all of my podcasts, all of my shows, all of the links to follow me on social media or to get in contact with me, everything is accessible right over at onairwithjt.com. That's on air with JT.com. Yes. So I think I briefly touched on this last week about how I'm a little disappointed that some of the things that I wanted to incorporate into season 15 from the start. Because here we are on, what, episode 27, 28, into season 15. And that still has not been incorporated. There's a lot of things that I want to add into this show. And I'm probably only 10% there. So I do apologize to all the people that support me listen to me our fans that have been listening whether was season 13 when i came back from my hiatus in october of 2022 or season 14 in january of this year or even season 15 right now and i do apologize But again, I have to reiterate again that I'm a one-man team. It's just me. So it's a lot of things that goes into pre-production, post-production, not including the actual recording and the actual performance on top of doing all of the other things that I do. I'm literally multitasking, doing 20 things at once. And it can be super fucking overwhelming. And I, again, I'm not trying to get on here and complain. You know, Nah, I'm not doing that. I just want to explain and, and let you guys know on why some things have been delayed to a certain degree. But just because they were delayed doesn't mean it's going to ha- not happen. It's definitely going to happen. And in fact, you know, while looking at it right now in retrospect and also you know in the present moment, those delays actually kind of helped me because instead of rushing into all of these things, I have a little bit more time to dedicate and strategize and figure out the best ways to incorporate certain things into this show, into my other shows, into my other projects, businesses, acting, etc. cetera. So I am excited. And I, again, I really do apologize to everyone that was anticipating such a drastic change going from season 14 to season 15. Um, it wasn't something that I was expecting. But at the same time, I didn't, I just didn't not want to put out content or do podcasts just because I haven't been able to accomplish all the things behind the scenes. I still want to be active. I still want to put out content. I still want to make episodes and do interviews and all of that. It just means that things are just going to get delayed a little bit. And I apologize. I know a lot of people are probably thinking, if you're listening, like, it's not that big of a deal. But it is to me because I talked about it so many times on so many different episodes, teasing everybody. I mean, did I know that this would happen? Of course not. I would not have brought it up in the first place if that was the case. But life happens, things happen, and you adapt. But I really can't wait for January of 2024 because that is when the official, official launch of the new version of On Air with JT, including the Justin Thomas show, Breaking Free from the Matrix, Mental Health Soul. So that's four podcasts right there. And if this is your first time listening, with On Air JT, yes, it's a podcast, and it will continue to be a podcast, but I'm also starting a media network. Well, I already started it, and there's going to be an online media network, also like an online radio station that's going to play all of the content that's produced by my company and myself and other creators And I'm really excited about that. And on top of that, On Air with JT is going to be a live radio show every single day. People are going to be able to call in. There's going to be dedicated segments. We're going to have a a new co-host. There's going to be more and more more interviews and really funny segments and, and skits and reactions and music and and so much that's going to go into it and i'm so excited so not only is it going to be the podcast like it is and has been but it's going to be a live radio show at the same time on top i'm going to be on top of that i'm going to be going live on like instagram live facebook live and then i'm also going to be live streaming it from twitch uh, rumble kick but definitely twitch so basically while I'm doing on-air with JT, there's going to be like three or four different ways that you can listen and watch the show, whether it's the post-production edited version after it goes off the air and it gets distributed to like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, etc. But if you're watching through Twitch or you're watching through like Instagram Live or Facebook Live, You're going to be able to see the show and things from a different angle and different vantage points and things like that. So you're going to get a lot of behind the scenes content as well. And I'm also starting a Patreon account very soon. I did start it, but I haven't posted any content yet because I want to make sure, you know, if anyone's going to contribute and help out my business and my platform and myself, even if, even if it's $5 a month, I want to make sure that that $5 that you're spending, you're getting that $5 worth of material. Fuck that. You're getting $100 worth of material for that $5. That was one of the biggest lessons that I've learned this year. And even though that I've known this, but with so much that was going on, whether it was just the recognition and all these big names and people recognizing me and things going viral and things that I just did not expect to happen so quickly, I kind of just drifted away to a certain degree. And I got so hyper-focused on getting my name out, getting my name out, network, network, network. And that's great. You want to do that, but not at the cost of making your quality subpar so and mediocre. Especially when you're dishing out the quantity, but that quality is not matching the quantity. Again, you want to have that quality above quantity. Never want to have quantity above quality, especially in today's age, especially if you're on social media, making content, doing things like that. That is one big no-no, and I learned that the hard way. I learned that the hard way. That's okay. I got no problems with that. Like I always say, I like to fail on purpose. I like to fail as much as possible. Because the faster and the quicker that I fail, I'm able to learn from those mistakes and I'm able to grow and get better and be better and be the person that I know that I am destined to be. And you can do the same. The choice is yours. What are you going to do? Seriously, what are you going to do? JT here. I have to let you guys know about this amazing product. You guys know that I like to smoke my blunts. But when I don't smoke blunts, I like to smoke paper. More specifically, I like to smoke cones. And when I smoke cones, I always smoke pure hemp rolling paper. I know that there's so many companies out there full of nasty, disgusting chemicals and pesticides and all this bullshit, but not pure hemp. Pure Hemp was founded in 1996, so 27 years ago. Long time, huh? Want to hear something even crazier? The family behind it has been mastering and perfecting the papers for almost 300 years. Yes, 300 years. So when I smoke papers, I always smoke the Pure Hemp way. And if you do it the JT way, you definitely do it the Pure Hemp way. Now go follow them on Instagram at Pure Hemp Paper. That's Pure Hemp Paper. P-U-R-E-H-E-M-P-P-A-P-E-R and tell them that your boy JT sent you. Yeah. How's it going, everybody? You're listening to On Air with JT, and I have a very special interview with a very talented comedian, Kani Serka. How are you doing today, Kani?
3: Hi, Justin. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm doing good. Um, it's a have. nice sunny day in New York today, so I'm happy. <laughs> oh,
2: that's great. Yeah. yeah. So I-, I was doing some research. So you're also an actress and a producer as well?
3: Uh, that's right. Um, I've acted in um, a couple of short films in India and sketches, and um, I've also produced some shows. Um, one of them is on Netflix, and three of them are on Amazon Prime Video. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: the the yeah. Amazon, well, the Amazon Prime is the All Stars Games now, right?
3: That's right. And then oh
2: yeah. The Netflix is the Ladies Up. You you had the yes. Yeah, I watched that. It was so
3: funny. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I guess, you know, around like 2018, 19, if I'm not wrong, um, all these OTT platforms came to India and they, you know, commissioned a lot of comedy work from all the comedians. Um, So we really got to like, it was a really good time to kind of showcase what we loved making. And so the improv shows I did on Amazon were some of them and some of the shows I did on, on Netflix. So...
2: Were you, were you surprised, like kind of shocked when you got that call or email, like, hey, you're, you're about to have the opportunity to be on Netflix and Amazon Prime? So
1: that's a big um,
3: deal. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like in India, the comedy scene is really small in India. Okay. Um, and there are really just a few of us who are doing it like professionally and full time. So for us, when these channels came to like the oh, these platforms came to India, um, like like, without trying to sound full of ourselves, but they really did need, because we had built our own following online on YouTube and all the social media platforms, we built our following. So we understood how it made sense for these, like, you know, television platforms to come into India and sort of try to tap into our following. Okay. Um, it was just like a whole other, you know, strategy that took place in India
2: yeah definitely yeah, um, I was doing yeah, some research definitely. and looking at your, I was looking at your YouTube channel and just you know the metrics and, and the analytics a little bit and yeah very very impressive and you also were doing like a podcast at one point.
3: yeah <laughs> God, I've done a lot of things. Yeah, um, <laughs> Again, you know like Audible came to India and they were like we want to make a whole bunch of podcasts and you know the thing with the comedians is you can get you can churn out a lot of content from comedians um, and not pay as much, I feel. <laughs> like that's yeah. not entirely true, but like like you can get like reasonably good quality content out of comedians. That's like entertaining, you know?
4: Um,
3: and you don't have to break the, the, the bank or your back over it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's always a good strategy if you're ever like looking to start a channel or, um, you know, a, a platform, like comic. comedic content is always... I feel like the, the the way to go in the beginning. <laughs>
2: yeah, I definitely agree.
3: So, so I did a podcast for them as well, Um oh, Audible. Yeah, <laughs> they came right. to India.
2: Yeah, I checked <laughs> out a few, a few a few clips and episodes. It was really good.
3: Oh, so Thank so, you. Yeah, of course. So
2: you, you were born in India. When, when did you start doing comedy?
3: So okay. actually... So the thing is, I was actually born in South Africa. I'm actually a South African. Oh, okay. but, I yeah, I was Yeah. No, no. I was born and brought up in South Africa. And then I moved to India in 2005. Oh, okay. um, and that's where I started. Like I already, so in, in South Africa in high school, I kind of, I was studying speech and drama and all the pieces that I would end up doing for my exams and for the plays ended up being comedic pieces. Mm. And I remember my drama teacher at that time, and I was like 16, 17, telling me that comedy is my forte. She's like, you should do comedy. That's clearly something that comes very naturally to you. Um, And she just said comedy in terms of acting. But um, I kind of just took that as, yeah, comedy is my jam. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so when I moved to India, I joined an improv troupe and kind of then got a TV show. And then the comedy scene, there was no comedy scene in India. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like, yeah.
2: I don't mean to cut you off, so you had no. to really essentially, you know, make that move to the States, New York or L.A., you know, to really kind of take it serious or try to get to the next level. Or Was that kind of your mindset?
3: To come, me coming to America?
2: Yeah, well, just just uh, basically just to have more opportunities in terms of, like, comedy and, like, getting it. With yeah. It, you know, the show business, even though you've had success, you know, in India and everything that like that. Should. But, like, you know, I was just wondering from your mindset.
3: Yeah, no, I don't think America is like better. Like, I don't think I was coming here for like better opportunities. Mm. Definitely more opportunities. Because I think what happened, the reason why I actually made this shift was I realized I'm monolingual. I only speak English. And I realized like in India right now, there really is a trend of movement towards making content in Hindi and more regional languages in India to reach Indian masses. And so I was like, I'm going to hit a ceiling very soon. Okay. if this is the new trend because i can't convert my comedy into hindi like it doesn't work like that mm-hmm. even if i learn the language i'm still going to have some it's going to be it's going to be accented it's not going to be completely pure i think in english it's just going to be hard for my timing in comedy and i was like i think what makes sense is to move to a country that where they do comedy in english entirely because then the limit the sky's a limit, you know yeah
2: exactly and uh, what year was that when when you
3: over here. Oh, last year. I've only been here for like eight months. <laughs> wow! And you've, yeah. you've, already,
2: you've already made that. You've made a big noise and a buzz already. in Less than a year. That's uh, that's a that's something really to be proud of. Oh, especially, thank you, Jessica. Especially I, in the comic I, I, scene. I mean, especially in New York. I mean.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I didn't. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of going with it. So I'm hoping something yeah. sticks or lands. <laughs> yeah.
2: When when everything was starting to happen, whether it was, you know, the initial success in India or here, did you ever receive, like, some really good advice, whether it was from, like, a comic or an actress or an actor or someone in the industry that still kind of resonates to you to this day?
3: Oh, wow. Um, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of advice that I got, but... Um... I think one of the, not just advice, but one of the things I learned and kind of reiterated like um, was, I think as a, as a female comedian in India, and not that this is, I'm not playing victim or anything of that sort, but we did get trolled a lot in the beginning and it's lessened like online. Because the thing with India is the comedians, when we started the comedy scene, we took it straight online because YouTube had started around the same time the comedy scene in India started. Mm. So we didn't have the, the trajectory like in America where you maybe do a late night show, you get into a club, you do a late night show, and then you become a headliner. Like that wasn't the, how we grew in India. We grew by putting ourselves up online. And if you went viral, then you were the next big thing. You know what I'm saying? I see. Um, so I think a lot of the stuff online, I used to get trolled a lot. Mm. Um, a lot of comments about how, I'm not funny or I have like this weird accent or just generally just getting trolled. Mm. Um, and I think at one point it just kind of like, I know everyone kept telling me to grow thick skin and like not get bogged down by the trolling, but it, it does take a toll on you. But I think years later I'm just I realize now, like, no matter what anyone says, I'm just not going to stop doing what I love doing. Exactly.
2: And you could be the best of the best, and you're still going to have people. And, you
3: still and, and I think I realize, like, everyone's getting trolled now, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's equalized. Like, men are getting as uh, equally trolled. I'm like, okay, well, it's not just, you know, me anymore. Exactly. <laughs> like um, so, Sorry, so yeah. just
2: one last question regarding about the transition, you know, with uh, I'm a little uneducated and naive to this uh-huh. aspect, but with, you know, comedy in, in India and then just like with comedy in, you know, America or just, you know, mm-hmm. over here with especially with female comics, you know, a lot of female comics obviously, you know, feel the need or sometimes, you know, talk about a lot about like sexual content. Yes. Is that was that kind of something that was a little like upon, you know, in India or, or no? Was, is that kind of like, you know, open for discussion?
3: Oh, no, it's, it's definitely open for discussion. What I've noticed, though, is like in India, at least I feel, and this is my experience, mm. but I did feel like I needed to sugarcoat or contextualize some of the sex jokes or buffer them a little bit. Like I couldn't just say it like it is. Mm, okay. I did have to wrap it up in a little bit, like in, in a way that wasn't as jarring to hear. Yeah. Um, while in America, I don't have to do that. I can just say it. I can just describe it exactly the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I find that very liberating that yeah. I can just describe the experience as it happened.
2: Definitely. I can only
0: imagine. Yeah. Um,
2: so right now, you, you know, you're, you're in New York city, you're doing, you know, you're, you're doing shows and, um, is there any other projects that you're working on that you can talk about or anything in the works or...
3: Oh yeah, so I'm um, I'm actually planning to do my uh U- my North America tour this year. Oh, I'm wow. still planning it at the moment, but yeah, the plan is to do fifteen cities around America. Um um so that's I'm planning that currently. I've got two shows in the UK in September. Wow. I've got a show in Australia in December. Um, so I'm planning a little bit of a international tour this year. Oh, that's awesome.
2: Kind uh, <laughs> of came together readily. Yeah, hopefully you come to Boston or at least somewhere close. Yes.
3: No, the plan is to come to Boston. Oh, so I'll, I'll definitely,
2: I'll definitely be there.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, amazing. Yeah, no, amazing. Yeah. So, uh, oh, well, yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, sorry. That was my plan for this oh. year. Like, um, yeah, if, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I will keep keeping, I'll be putting up updates on the tour
2: Okay, where, where can yeah. people follow you and check out all your latest content?
3: Honestly, I think the best is my Instagram handle at Kani Sirka. Okay. Um, and also maybe my website, Kani I will have all my tour information and anything that I'm doing, working on, on, on those two sites to be, yeah. All right,
2: great. Penneys, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to come to the show in Boston hopefully if it yes. come, and uh I honestly wish you the most success and happiness this year uh, but I do have one last question you know mm-hmm. uh so I'm you know a podcaster and I've been doing it you know for on and off for thirteen years and I really want to get into acting now and you know obviously you've had some success- you've had success you know with that. I was just wondering if you had any personal <laughs> advice on you know just trying to progress and you know get representation or
3: yeah you know, I mean that's what that's exactly what I'm looking for right now like representation yeah. but I realize I think in America that's the way to go mm-hmm. is getting an agent or a manager yeah, um, and I have while I have them in India like I'm trying to figure out yeah because I to be honest Justin, like I'm also like I'm like I have no idea how actors do it here because <laughs> like so with comedy I know how to like I know what to do to get into a comedy scene. Mm. Um, I don't know what to do to get into an acting sort of yeah, it's, scene. It's, it's much it's different. different. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's like a... I know with comedy, you do open mics or you hit up like people with shows and then you, take, you, you meet one person. You, you, you're like, I know how it works. Mm. And acting, I'm just like, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit stuck. Yeah,
2: it's one of those uh, things. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm so sorry. No, You're like, no, can no, you no, like, can you don't, give me advice? can you give me advice? Don't, don't, don't apologize. No. Uh, well, if someone's listening to this podcast and they have advice, please, could you message us let us right.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, can you, thank you so much for you know coming on the show, like I said. And again, I, I can't wait to see you in Boston. Before. Yes,
3: thank you so much for having me, Justin. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, this is very sweet of you. Oh, thank you so uh, much. Have all right. Time. Talk to you soon. All right. Have a great day. YouTube.
2: Bye. How's it going, everybody? You are listening to On Air with JT, and I have a very exclusive interview with Austin Stale, lead singer of Creature Canyon. How are you doing today, Austin? I'm
4: doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of
2: course. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, like I said, like before we went on the air, you know, I was talking to Joey and, you know, he sent me your music and I, you know, checked out the latest album, you know, Remarks, and I literally listened to the full album, it's really fucking good. Like, I, I didn't know what to expect, but, and I'm not just saying this just, you know, just to tell you, like, I'm literally like, it's really good. Like, I, I'm like, you guys should be really Thank proud you. of yourselves. Like, you guys put out a really good project.
4: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, it took us, you know, a little bit around two years to do this, finish this album, you know, and a lot obviously happened throughout our lives in the, in the world. So. You know, it's it's finally nice to actually have it be out to everyone to hear it and us to go play it live, you know, because it definitely was a lot, a big, it's definitely a big piece of our life.
2: Yeah, definitely. I can only imagine. So, how, how old are you right now? I'm 29. 29, okay. All right. Yeah, I just turned 29 yeah. yesterday. So, uh, I, oh, I, feel, I have I a birthday, dude. Thanks, man. I feel, I feel the pain of almost hitting the, the 30s. <laughs> um,
4: yeah, my birthday my is in May, so oh, okay. I'm. I'm I'm dragging my dragging and scratching my feet uh, to not to make it to that thirties, but uh, it's it's coming quick. Yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> so, so when did you like start getting into music? When did you at least like you know professionally start being a musician?
4: Oh man, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I know I started playing guitar when I was twelve, but oh, wow. I definitely wasn't a pro. wasn't a pro then, but I mean. You know, it just it took a good amount of time, just kind of me playing guitar and and just kind of working on little lyrics and, and melodies for years, at least ten years. Just like, you know, kind of just like on the down low, like I'm like kind of low key, and then and then started to perform with bands, and then like discovering the art of recording. You know, because growing up, like we had laptops and people have Pro Tools or Logic, and and I was like really fascinated with that, and then to start like like one of the big pieces of like I mean, of it all it is just like me getting a laptop when i was younger because then it was like i could like start recording myself you know yeah definitely. and uh, and that was a big like piece of me learning how to produce music and and just like kind of write and piece together everything so that was a huge huge piece but yeah i have been you know wood shopping and workshop and music for a while and then so yeah i mean it's been almost you know 17 years since i started really like kind of like directing like my life towards like doing music yeah i don't know when when that became professional but (laughs) somewhere along the line we started getting more pro Mm,
2: it's a good amount of time and and you you mentioned about just you know early on days just you know learning how to write and produce and logic and all that like what were some of your what were some artists or bands that were early influences that like made you say to yourself like okay This is what I wanna do with my life. This this is this is how my life is gonna go.
4: Yeah, I mean a lot of different type of artists. I mean growing up like I really liked Beatles and Rolling Stones and Prince and Rick James and stuff. So I remember my dad took me to a Rolling Stones concert in LA at the Hollywood Bowl when I was like twelve and I was like, Wow, like this is it was definitely like it like all my senses were like really triggered to like this is like this is like so new and different and i'm like what is this so was like very super curious i think Mm. had a lot of curiosity and then i mean just all different types of bands i remember mgmt was a big band and when i was growing up that i was really like obsessed with and i was like great yeah then we ended up like going to one of their shows and like meeting them and i was like man i just like i really loved their music i really loved the music they were making yeah and then um mgmt like cage the elephant too like when i was growing up like middle school or it was like it was like high school but um like bands like that was just like man, like you know i can kind of write stuff like that and just kind of kept trying to do stuff like that and they were definitely like influencing like the rock and the like synth stuff like that i wanted to try to do and stuff like that so you know there's like there's the classics and then there's the more like current you know like ones that were like kind of like when i was older obviously not like growing up when i was a kid but Things like that that like really inspired me and still do today. Yeah,
2: definitely. So, so you guys are San Diego based, right?
4: Yeah. Okay.
2: So, are you originally from California?
4: Oh yeah, I'm from I'm from San Diego. Okay. Oh, I
2: see. All right. Great. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I plan on moving back to California within like the next year. I plan on moving to LA, but
4: I was living in San nice. Francisco,
2: the Bay Area, uh, last year. I, I love California.
4: Yeah. It's actually really, really beautiful weather right now. So it rained a lot like the last couple of weeks, but it's actually super gorgeous out here. You're, you living in Boston?
2: I do. Yeah. But is, is it true with like San Diego, like the weather is kind of like similar to like San Francisco, like it's kind of like that hoodie weather, <clears throat> like usually like seventy, seventy 70 degrees
1: or is that like...
4: I would say it's a little different. San Francisco gets kind of colder a lot easier. Mm because they're like a little bit northern northern and like they're on the bay generally. So, I think San Diego gets more similar weather, weather to like LA. Oh, um, yeah. cuz the cuz San Francisco's in the bay, so I've spent a good amount of time there and it's just like, you know, like, you know, on a on a whim like literally that fog can just start creeping up and you're like, whoa. This happened quick. It's escalated. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's funny. that you said Yeah, that, cause that's was, when you I, can get cold.
2: Yeah, definitely. Because it's funny that you said that because, you know, I live in Boston and uh, last week I was actually went to San Francisco and it was like colder some days in San Francisco than it was in Boston. <laughs> I was like yeah
4: no, that's what i'm saying it's like yeah it's like the middle of california or i guess it's a little bit northern in the middle but it's like on the water on the bay and then the ocean so it's like they've got they've got some creepy fog out there but it's a cool town it's, it's, it's simply unique and like it's kind of jam-packed all together kind of like new york you know and, mm-hmm. but uh we, we play up there like you know a good amount
2: have you guys performed in, in boston or like in the new england area yet
4: we haven't yet actually we haven't yet. i have some some friends that are from out out there and stuff but we did our first us tour this past year and um we didn't make it to boston we did like philly and new york and and dc and stuff like that but definitely want to get out to boston on our next little runner out there
2: yeah definitely i'll definitely be there uh definitely um so austin uh so you guys released remarks um what are you guys are you guys currently working on any other music or any anything that you can announce or
4: yeah i mean we're definitely working on new music because we're you know we're eager to you know obviously that the remarks album like we you know we put out we spent a long time on it but we're now eager obviously after we tour to to work on new music and get new music out so we're going to be definitely releasing some new music you know within the next handful of months but um we're super stoked on. We've just been writing and recording, also, and then, so yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of new music coming out this year as well.
2: Awesome! I can't wait to hear it. <clears throat> and you guys have some upcoming shows, right?
4: Yeah, we're going on tour on Tuesday. We're awesome. going to, uh, we're going to Arizona. We're going to Tempe. We're going to uh, New Mexico, and then we're going to do a few dates in Colorado. Um, it's just going to be like a week tour, but yeah, we love uh, we love Colorado, Arizona. And we're going out to mexico
2: that's awesome yeah if anyone's listening or watching definitely go check them out you know they can their website is creaturecanyonmusic.com austin where can people follow you on social media
4: yeah it's just creature canyon and the instagram twitter just creature canyon you know all the tiktok and, and youtube and all that stuff it's pretty easy kind of what we we made our band name, we just kind of literally just like put it in the Google search engine. And we're like, is this the only thing that comes up? And we're like, yeah. It works. So if you just, it's had... catchy. Yeah. If you just kind of put it into Google and just create creature can, you'll be able to find, you know, find us on all the platforms and all that stuff. But yeah, it's pretty easy to find. Give us a follow and definitely, you know, go check out our album remarks. You know, we're really proud of it.
2: Definitely. Everyone go check it out. Austin, thank you so much, man. And I really really appreciate you coming on the show and i honestly wish you the best of success this year and keep killing it man you know it's only going to go up from here
4: cool jt yeah thanks for having me man and uh, we'll definitely have to do it again maybe when we get out to boston man we'll link up
2: yeah i would love that i appreciate it austin
0: all right man all right, thanks t- a lot
2: no problem man,
4: Take man.
0: Care. this is on air with jt Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com.
1: If you are interested in advertising or sponsorships, please send all business inquiries to onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and can be seen on YouTube, on air with JT.com.
0: JT did it again.
2: JT here. Pure Hemp Rolling Papers was launched in 1996 from the desire to have a tree-free alternative rolling paper. They are made from pesticide-free, chemical-free, pure hemp manufacturers have been around for quite some time. The Miguel family has been perfecting paper making since 1725. That's almost 300 years of paper making experience. Pure hemp rolling papers is an eco-conscious alternative to all the wood pulp rice rolling papers on the market they are focused on offering a tree-free rolling paper complemented with an all-natural vegan gum line that is sustainably sourced from west african trees Pure Hemp created rolling papers to be as pure as possible. 25 plus years later and Pure Hemp family has grown substantially. They've expanded into pre-roll cones, spiral wraps, and individualized pre-roll cones. Reach out to Pure Hemp and discover their superior Pure Hemp pre-roll cones. At Pure Hemp, they are always listening, learning, adapting, and constantly innovating. When I smoke paper, I smoke the pure hemp way. Go check them out on Instagram at purehemppaper and give them a follow. Tell them JT sent you.
1: JT did it again. If you are interested in advertising or sponsorships, please send all business inquiries to onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air With JT on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and can be seen on YouTube. onairwithjt.com
0: JT did it again.